What is going on? My name is Taylor and this podcast is called Who Knows because who really does? This project was brought to life in an effort to create a space where it is okay to be confused. We all have questions, fears, and uncertainties that try to stop us from living. By talking to people with different perspectives, we can work to find the commonalities and differences that allow us to understand that not everyone has it all figured out, and that's okay. You get to create your own normal, because normal is bullshit. You guys, this is the very first episode of Who Knows? Yes, we finally did it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen in. This is super exciting. Not only am I just so happy to finally be putting this out there, but the content of this episode is so flippin' fantastic and really important to me. This is our body positivity episode. I feel like this is something that has been getting a lot more of a following lately. A lot more people are making moves towards loving themselves and knowing that health is not always about the size that you are and beauty is in all shapes and sizes and colors. So today you're going to hear a really cool conversation that I had with a really, really awesome friend of mine who honestly, I'm not afraid to say she's definitely one of my heroes. Her name is Camila Bush and she's a theater artist currently doing work with a couple of companies in Greensboro, North Carolina. I met Camila at a theater that I was working at and I knew just after a few times of talking with her that she was somebody who had so many good things to say and she always gets me thinking which I so love. I love having people like that in my life who get me thinking and get me wondering and break up the monotony of what's going on in my own head. So here is a conversation about body positivity from the perspective of a black woman living in a larger body and a white woman living in a smaller body. So here I am today with Camila. Uh, She has volunteered to be my first victim on this podcast uh, experience. Camila, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. This is pretty exciting for me. Yeah. Um, So we have decided to dive into the world of uh, body positivity, which is kind of taking off a lot nowadays I feel like because I've seen like I feel like every other video I see on Facebook is like all different types of girls in bathing suits being like oh like I'm proud of who I am and like this and this (laughs) and that how do you feel about what's going on yeah I feel like sometimes it becomes like a novelty thing like it's like look we're gonna put this fat girl in this commercial and we're gonna show how great we are you know what I mean and I'm like all right cut it you don't really care But then there are other times where it's like, you know, representation really matters. So it does help to see girls who look like me, like, out there. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at that. Like, and they and everybody's looking at her like she's gorgeous because she is. And it's it's great to, like, have that thing. But it's also like sometimes I'm like, you don't care. You don't care. So just stop. Don't use me as like a trick or like a gimmick. Yeah. I think it was like one of the Jonas Brothers had Ashley Graham or somebody in their music video as their love interest and it just seemed really inauthentic to me I was just like everybody was like going up over this plus size model being the love interest in this music video but I was like but would you date this girl in real life or are you just using her for 
your music video because yeah. she's kind of popping right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's tough to it's tough to differentiate and to cuz you get really excited about it and then you're like, "Wait a minute." So, I had a couple of questions that mm-hmm. I'd ask you and I answered them also. I'm kind of at a place in my life where I'm in a bit of a turmoil with mm-hmm. the body positivity thing and just like in general, it's like week-long existential crisis mode for me right now um so some of my answers might be kind of different than what your answers are which is why I really wanted to see like call me out if I'm if you're like that's fucked up like I want to know I'm in the acceptance stage of the fact that I have been totally brainwashed by like society like by Mm -hmm. the expectations that we that have been put on women and people in general and just like the way that things are today with how social media is and advertising I am trying (laughs) to figure out how to move past it Mm -hmm. but it's got such a strong hold on me right now that I feel like I'm fucked at this point positivity is not really something that is rampant in my family we're mm-hmm. a kind of all like the world is ending all the time <laughs> um and like we kind of always like tunnel vision a yeah. lot in my family of like oh this is my opinion so like that's the only thing that gives like that's the only thing that fucking matters right but i want to get i think that it's important to get outside perspective because tunnel vision can happen where you're like this is the only thing i'm so fucked but then like other people like I think with like the race difference like that's a huge thing of like oh my god my life is so hard like little white girl whose daddy pays for her to go to college like oh your life is so fucking hard like that's cute and like I'm totally there are days where I'm like wow I'm like really being a fucking baby so let's start with some of these questions Mm -hmm. um so the first one I think that is just like something that I think about all the time is the question, how do you feel about the word fat? So you go first. I love the word fat. This is a perfect example. One time my best friend, who's a guy, was in a car. They had just like gotten to our apartment where we lived together and him and his friend were in the car and I was outside on the phone just like walking around our like driveway and they pulled into the driveway they're sitting there talking whatever whatever and Jeremy said something my best friend Jeremy said something he was like look at Cam's fat ass walking around the uh <laughs> the driveway and his friend Jay like got so offended for me he was like oh my god do not call her that like that's the worst thing that's ever happened and <laughs> and um then Jeremy leans out the window and he was like hey Cam ain't you fat and I was like yes like and like jay was like oh my god like he was really like thrown for a loop to hear that like that was a word that i don't mind other people calling me or and i embrace myself like i love the word i'm a fat person like there's no way around it and everybody's thinking it and everybody sees it when they see me they're not like oh look at that thick girl like you think a fat person like and it's an accurate description of what I am it's like it's like when people try to pretend that they're colorblind and they're like you're not black you're just a person well no I am a person but I'm also black and I'm also fat and I'm also a woman and I'm all, like there are words for things and it's just a descriptor it's not it doesn't have to be a word a bad word it's just an adjective yeah. and adjectives can be like mean of course right. and even words that I embrace can be 
used in a mean way. Like there are people who say fat to me who are trying to hurt my feelings. Doesn't work. But I know that like the spirit of what you said to me was not just an accurate description of me. You were trying to put some sort of judgment on top of it that I just won't allow you to have. Right. I just won't allow you to have it. Right. How do you how do you do that? How do you just is there any part inside that it does hurt? Does it is it or is it more hurt for the fact that they can't just fucking get on with their lives and like they're so concerned about me yes that's the thing is that like it doesn't hurt me personally for anybody to describe me in any sort of way that is accurate like I have curly hair you can't you know what I mean like I have curly hair I have brown skin I wear big earrings like those things are accurate so it you know and being fat is just one of those accurate descriptors but if you are trying to hurt me it's really it's like why does it matter to you like why is it such a big deal it's just like like I said with like the race thing it's like it's okay for you to know that I'm black and to accept that and to be cool with it and like treat me differently because of it because I have my culture comes with customs you know what I mean like if I'm going into a Muslim's house for dinner I'm not gonna bring them bacon you know what I mean right, right, like right. if I'm going into like so it's like it's okay for me you to recognize the differences that I have because of my experience and my identity but it's not okay for you to think that I'm less than or I'm not as good as or whatever because of that thing that you are not so that's how I deal with this like it does hurt it like it can hurt on that on that level of like why does it have to be something that makes me a bad person or not as good as you because it exists right but it doesn't hurt me for me to hear the truth because the truth is the truth have you ever felt bad about the way that you looked ever um I'll say I mean yes ultimately yes I don't feel bad about myself I feel bad about how the world is trying to make me feel it's like there is times that it's hard to feel good about yourself because the world is not made for you to feel good about yourself. Mm. Like the world does not exist for you. Like I was like, you know, I'm trying to buy a bathing suit and it's going to cost me upwards of a hundred dollars to get this bathing right, suit. Right, right. I'm going to have to order it online. I'm going to yeah. have to wait for it to come. I mean, it takes an act of Congress for me to find a bathing suit <laughs> that is that fits and is cute. Yeah, yeah. And that's frustrating. And even then, like, I was talking to a friend about this. Sizing is bullshit. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is, like, I will admit that I am, like, sometimes I'm, like, in total brainwash mode where I'm, like, fuck, I need to be this certain size or I need to look this certain way. I think my friend posted a picture of, like, two pairs of pants. They're shorts. And one of them from was from one place and one was from the other place. And they were both a size, like, 10. One is significantly smaller than the other, being that they are both a size 10, though. No, that happens to me all the time. Like, usually I buy my jeans from, like, one store. Because yeah. I know that I can walk into that store. They're going to cost me an arm and a leg. And that's the other thing that I'm, like, thinking about all the time is that all of my clothes are expensive as hell. I can never just walk into a place and drop $20 and come out with, like, some cute shit. Like, if I'm going to buy some cute clothes, I'm going to be spending $200 just flat. Like, I'm just going to be spending that much money to buy clothes that fit me, that look good, whatever. But then I was in this other store, and I didn't realize that they had, like, a plus-size section. I was like, oh, my God, they have a plus-size section. Let me go ahead and, like, go in here and peruse. And I found a pair of pants that I thought were, like, really dope. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to get these. I don't think I had time to try those pants 
pants on. So I got a size bigger than what I would usually wear, like just by like holding them up to myself. And I was like, well, the ones that I usually wear are not the right size. So I'm going to just get a size bigger. And I took them home and I tried to put them on and they did not fit at all. Like they wouldn't even make it past my thighs. I was like, what the hell? And so I laid them out on top of my pants that I usually buy. And they were clearly like two sizes smaller. But they are a size bigger than what I would usually wear. It just like doesn't make any sense. None. It's a device to make us feel bad. Mm-hmm. To make us feel like we need to do something. And we need to aspire to something. And ultimately it just makes things difficult. Like it yes. doesn't even do. It just makes things difficult. Because you're like I'm just trying to buy some fucking clothes. Exactly. So here's how I answered this question. I will admit some of this I believe. But another part of this is that. A lot of, I've realized this recently that a lot of what I feel about weight is my, from my family, from how I grew up. Mm-hmm. So it says, how do you feel about the word fat? It's scary. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It's a bad word. It needs, something needs to be fixed. Mm. I was 162 when I, that was, that's the heaviest I've ever been. And I'm 130 now. And I've been like 125, which was always my goal. Being 125 pounds was always my goal. And I got there and I was like, this, I'm not happy. (laughs) So that's like, that was kind of the moment where I realized where like all this shit that I had been told when I was a kid kind of like crashed down. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, like I'm still not happy. (laughs) So clearly like it's not me. But yeah, I'd grown up in a home where like being fat was a bad thing. And like, it's still that way it's a fear like Mm -hmm. the idea of somebody telling me that I'm fat is like the scariest thing in the world for me it affects everything I do Mm -hmm. like it affects like creating for me it affects school like there are certain times where that's like literally all I think about is like oh like what am I eating today and like constantly like touching myself and being like oh does this fit is that this way has weight been a thing in your family at all I mean uh I will say that, like, one, obviously, as a black person, there's a different sort of thing about weight. Obviously, in the world at at large, being skinnier is better, right? But there is a different sort of acceptance for bigger, especially women in the black culture, like especially Southern black culture. There's a, you expect your mother or your grandmother to be a big woman, right? You expect that to happen because all grandmas are big like you know what I mean like growing up my mother was always a bigger woman she was always a fat person and my grandmother is a thicker woman like she's not she's not as fat as me but she's like she's a bigger woman she's like it's oh it's more acceptable for especially like I said for older black women to be bigger and there are unrealistic expectations on black girl bodies like you can't be too skinny but you can't be as fat as I am either but you still need to be thick you still need to have a big ass and fat thighs and like have those curves that hourglass figure like there's unrealistic ex but flat stomach and abs so it's like there are really ridiculous expectations on what like black woman's beauty it's just like. not fair it's not because like i feel like, like what, what was one of these questions um oh how has size affected you in your life interactions with others jobs etc people always talk about my ass always like ever since i was in like fucking middle school everyone's like you have a black girl ass you have a black girl ass and i'm like great like I guess that's awesome everyone tells me that all the time like your butt your butt I wish I had your butt I wish I had your butt but then like 
that I'm like, what is like, what does that mean? And like, I'm still unhappy. And like, there's just all these things that like, there's like, in like, can I say white culture? Is that a thing? Can I? I, And so in white culture, it's either like, you're like, stick like 12 year old boy Mm -hmm. thin, which is like, that was like, one of the biggest things when I was in high school is like, all the girls that were like, white that every guy like were like, they looked like a boy, like they looked like a little boy. Mm -hmm. And I have I was like man I wish I looked like that and then like now I see like there's okay so we go to Planet Fitness down the street and there's this woman that's there she's there every day no matter what time of the and we go all different times of the day Mm -hmm. she's there all day on the Stairmaster for hours and she's like stick thin and I'm like shit like I don't want to live that life and like clearly she's like got something going on or like maybe it's for her job I find that really hard to believe but like (laughs) so maybe there's something going on there but like it took that extreme for me to be like okay so that's not what I want but now I'm like what do I want Mm -hmm. because like as a white woman you're expected to be like no tits and like at least that's what I've experienced is like no boobs like rail thin like real and then like tall like mm-hmm. there's a lot of girls that are like that I'm like why do you look like why don't I look like that I'm like oh because I'm 5'4 and you're like 5'8 like it's literally <laughs> I'm never gonna look like that right that's another thing is like the way that you're built you can't fight that right and like I feel like we're trying to fight that trying to look a certain way regardless of what your where your hip bones are and like what your culture is and like just completely denying all of that and being like I want to be thin because I need to fit into these pants and like being thin is like the only thing that matters right and I think that that happens and it's funny because it happens like in fat girl in the fat girl subsect too like there's a certain way that especially for black girls I will say that there's a certain way that you should look as a fat person like you can't be a sloppy fat or you've got to be a super curvy fat. And if you can't be fat with like no titties, you can't be fat with a flat ass. Like you need to be like, you need to be like the perfect fat girl for everybody to be like, oh, I'm going to fawn over her. And that's the one. And I'm like, I like, this is one, I will say this is one thing that I struggle with, with like being a fat person. It's like, sometimes I don't feel like I'm the right kind of fat. It's like, especially because I'm not super thin. So like a lot of the black girls are like, that are fat and have that whole like that fat girl is bad like we love that thick girl is that she's like she's taller like you said like I'm five five and some change and she's usually like taller like five eight five nine she's got really big boobs she got a really flat stomach but a big one and really wide hips nice thighs that go down to these calves and she wears heels all the time she's got this like long luxurious hair she's got a full beat of makeup all the time she's always dressed with like a dress on she does and like i'm like a person who wears like jeans t-shirts sneakers right and like if for a like a skinny girl that's edgy and cool but for a fat girl that's laziness yeah. do you know what i mean like everything yeah and that- what you're describing to me sounds like a thin version of fat yes so it's still just like yeah all kinds of do you have the the, I don't know if this is too too much information but do you have trouble finding men that want to be with you yeah 
Yeah, I mean, and, and like, and not as much as like people think. <laughs> like, yeah. not as, it's not like I'm just out here like with nobody attracted to me. A lot of times, it's people that I'm not attracted to, and that's part <laughs> of the problem. <laughs> but like, I mean, I have had like you know meaningful relationships. I've had a very healthy sex life. Like, not right now. Like. <laughs> Um, you know but like, <laughs> um but like i've had you know a pretty healthy sex life and i've had men who who i find like and would like i think would be c- considered classically good looking and like other people have been like oh that man is fine like and and they we they were like checking for me and it was like you know and still sometimes it's surprising like sometimes i'm like that i slept with that boy like <laughs> like sometimes it's surprising but like you know it, it happens and there are men out there and what i think what the real difficulty is is trying to find men who don't fetishize yeah because i've also I've had heard those about kind that. of those kind of interactions where yeah. i'm like i'm not feel if you feel dirty like you feel gross yeah, yeah. and you feel like the only thing that you have going for you is, is your like fatness your fat, yeah. and it's like that's i think that's a big drawback to the body positivity thing right now is that what we're we're mixing up normalize and fetishize so much it's like it should be normal for this to exist uh-huh. it should not be some sort of like secret drug like if sometimes you feel like a drug when you're being fetishized you feel like they gotta have you and it's like a hunger this thing that's happening and you just don't feel like a person yeah and that's that it can be really gross and it can be really frustrating yeah i have come to realize like weighing yourself all the time is fucked yeah i don't fuck with numbers at all it's so fucked because it doesn't really tell the whole story there are so many things like this, like size of clothes, scale, like magazine pictures. And there's just like, it's an endless world of like, what the fuck am I supposed to believe? And like, what the fuck is supposed to be real? And I think that that's where the body positivity movement can like triumph. Yeah, that was one of the questions. Um, what does the body positivity movement mean to you? And I said, the idea that we need to change the outlook of society as a whole into realizing no matter how you look, size-wise or otherwise, you are worth it and there is so much more to life than what you look like. Yeah, I agree with that. And I would add that, like, I really want the world to be more fat accessible. There's, like, you know, like, I have to worry sometimes if I'm going to go into a meeting or if I'm going to go to the movies or I'm going to go wherever, if the seat is going to be big enough for me to sit on. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, am I going to break this chair? Is this a problem? Like, and like I said, with the shopping thing, I shouldn't have to spend a hundred dollars on a pair of jeans as a base level like, yeah. these are just like normal jeans these are not like diesel denim jeans like yeah. this is just like jeans from the mall yeah i shouldn't have to spend a hundred dollars like I lane and bryant shouldn't be the only place right. and like the plus size section of forever 21 which is like fucking garbage clothing to begin with right. like total and, that, and you can't find an e- in every forever 21 store in the first place that's true it's only like the really really big ones right that have and it. you have to like it should we sh- I should be able to walk into a store and buy clothes. I don't get to do that. Especially, I mean, like, you know, I'm a person who has, like, a funky kind of style. And there are no stores that, like, cater to my style that are in my size. Mm-hmm. I have to shop online all the time. And that's even a struggle because you're like, okay, I think this is the right size. Yeah, we hope that it is. And sure. it gets there. It doesn't fit. You got to send it back. Yeah, yeah It yeah. takes weeks and weeks and weeks to shop. 
when some girl can like like i'm going to a concert very soon and i'm like oh, i would really love a new outfit but it's like that concert's like in a week and a half and i don't know that i'm gonna have enough time to get a new outfit for this concert is because, that real that's real life for you yeah like i don't know that i'll have enough time to get a new outfit because i will have to shop online and i will have to wait for it to get here and i'll have to make sure that it fits and if it doesn't fit then i'll have to send it back and like you know yeah like it's like you have to change yes for like you have to be able to fit in the seat and you have to be able to fit into the pants and like instead of just like just being accessible yeah what is health to you um health to me this is an interesting thing because there are so many people who like see me and assume i'm unhealthy yeah and assume that i eat trash and assume that like I'm like just out here with cupcakes and donuts every day and assume that like I have bad blood pressure and high cholesterol and whatever all the things so I'll go to the doctor I'll get a checkup and they'll be like all your stats normal yeah. every, your blood pressure is fine your blood sugar is fine cholesterol is fine everything is where it should be for your age whatever like and that surprises people all the time and, like, for, like, this past week, and not because I feel like I needed to or whatever, I've eaten a salad, like, for every meal because I just like kale. <laughs> <laughs> like, you and, like, five other people. <laughs> like, I just like spinach, you guys. It's really tasty. And so, like, you know, so health for me is just, like, it's it's the idea that, like, my body functions the way that it's supposed to function. And that I'm okay, and that I feel okay inside my body. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like as long, as long as my body does what it, I ask it to do when I ask it to do it, and I feel fine. Like I'm not like dying. I can always catch my breath. I can always like you know what I mean? all of those things. I'm then I'm healthy and I'm fine. Yeah. And also like I get frustrated with that because I do feel like I'm always on a crusade to prove to people and not like not actively like I'm not like I'm only going to eat a salad today so prove to people that I eat salads but I always feel like I'm I have to like defend my health to people all the time yeah and that gets frustrating I should, yeah nobody's walking around talking to the girl who's like smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee and eating Doritos and having cake for dinner and pizza for breakfast nobody talks to her and asks her is she healthy nobody ever says anything to that kind of girl but the fat girl if i eat one cupcake they're like mm-hmm, see look there she go like i don't like to eat in public all the time because if i eat like one thing that doesn't seem healthy somebody's like oh should you really be eating that like what are you you know what i mean you can see the judgment and like i'm like that's bullshit like i got into an argument with my cousin on twitter <laughs> like i'm like do you understand that like i the vast majority of my dinners is like a baked chicken thigh, brown rice, and a green bean. And that's just because you like that stuff. That's, that's just not because, because you like feel it. like you need to eat it. Nope. It's just because that's what I like to eat. That's just what, like, I just like to eat that shit. It's good to me, and I'm going to eat it. Like, that's it. Like, I don't know. That's the My whole diet is really, like, baked chicken and green beans. that's like my whole diet and i will have like cake and ice cream every once in a while or go get like 
you know, uh, I really love Reese's sticks. I don't know why I will <laughs> eat those. And like, you know, I'll have that every once in a while, but like as a general wash of things, I like the things that I consume and I don't drink soda very much at all. Like I'm a, I drink water and alcohol. That's basically <laughs> hey. it. And I'm also a person who's like, you're not going to dilute my alcohol with juice. So I'm going to drink this straight. <laughs> so thank you. Um, I don't I don't need any sugar in my rum. I just need the rum. <laughs> so like, you know, so it's like it surprises people that I'm a person who just eats like normal and I'm still this size. And I think it also like certain people, especially it makes them angry to find out that that's how I eat. And I'm still this size. Like they're just like or they don't believe me. Or it pisses, I don't know, for some reason it just puts them in a knot somewhere. Maybe it's just because, like, it just puts that idea that they had in their head on its head. So that they're just like, I don't know how to function in this world. Where- yeah, I mean, I'm getting a lot of insight just hearing what you're saying to me. Yeah. Because, like, if somebody my size, this is one of the things that I, I guess, like, the like whenever I'm around, like, bigger people, I'm like, oh, don't talk about how you feel because you're going to be like, they're going to attack you. Hearing what you're saying about how you live your life, like in the bigger body, like it makes me feel stupid. Like I'm like, why the fuck? What's wrong with me? Like what? Because I like I still to this day, like at 130 pounds, I like look at myself and I'm like, got to lose some weight, got to lose some weight. Like how does that make you feel when somebody who is my size says that? My initial feeling is like, please shut up. <laughs> That's fine. That's totally fine. That's <laughs> like what I want in- you to say. <laughs> like my initial feeling is like, oh my God, <laughs> just like stop. But then I also am like, everybody lives in their own skin and it is imperative for you to feel comfortable inside it. As long as you are doing it and like it goes back to the healthy thing, as long as you are doing it in ways that are healthy to you and not just like not just physically, but mentally. And don't right. put that stress and strain on your brain and your heart and your self-esteem. Right. If you are legitimately unhappy with your body, you are allowed 100% to change it in any way that you want to that doesn't cause harm to yourself or others. So talk about the privilege that you see thinner people going through and still bitching. Like, talk about that. It's the, it's the like I said, it's the lack of judgment over anything that you do it's that nobody's questioning your your uh, ability to exist without making other people uncomfortable and I think that's the problem is that like people feel like fat people are taking up too much space right like mm-hmm. you take up too much space in this world yeah and you you shouldn't be allowed to take up that much space you know, like the thin people don't, they don't get that kind of criticism. They don't get like, that sort nobody of criticism. Nobody gives a fuck nobody, what they're doing. Exactly. Nobody is judging a thin person at all for their choices and their habits. There are. I feel like there are people that are like, oh, she's too skinny. She's too skinny. But like, right. I feel like that comes from like a completely different place than like with the whole like she's too fat thing. yeah oh absolutely i mean there are people who are like oh you're too skinny so you must be unhealthy that exists that yeah happens. oh yeah yeah but there's also this idea that nobody's going like you are not worthy because you are thin yeah there are yes that like yeah fat people so true are treated as if they're yeah. unworthy of love affection jobs yeah there's that concern about like a thin like a too thin like that girl at the gym like Mm -hmm. I'm so concerned about like her mental state and her Mm -hmm. health but like when I see like sometimes like I've been guilty of it when I see like an overweight person where I'm like 
like they're fat like right. i don't give a fuck about like their mental state like that's right. horrible right they think that it's like it's like people will see like a, there are some people who have compassion right for drug addicts right they're like drug addicts oh they need help and they need to get blah 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 blah. and then they're on the other side there are those people who are like they're ruining their life they're drug addicts blah 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 and i feel like people treat fat people like that as if there's some like a deep inherent choice in us that we want to be fat and there are some people who are like like i'm gonna eat because i'm unhealthy like i'm sad and i'm just gonna keep eating and they treat food like a drug yeah, yeah those yeah. things exist sure. but on a general i would say on a general day like being a fat person like i'm not eating my feelings i'm not like make i'm not gonna kill myself i'm not gonna die any faster than anybody else right. like and i can be healthy but like i feel like thin people walk through the world and there is no judgment placed on them about their appearance that like that is negative nobody is threatening your your worth in this world because you because of your size right there are so many people who look at fat people and like you are lazy and you don't and like there are proven studies that fat people will not get hired for certain jobs think of any ceo any head of anything any and very important person who is fat who got to stay fat look at oprah yeah oh my god she's like like the i love bread (laughs) like what the hell we've been doing this for decades yeah and you know and you know what else too is like the like the line between skinny and fat is getting like so so much smaller like Mm -hmm. because like there are some times where i see like on facebook where it's like it's like lose that bloat and i'm like she's not that much bigger than i am like what the fuck is wrong with me then like so it just becomes like worse and worse and worse to where the stick thin is the only way that you're going to be and like washboard abs and like shit like that is not even maintainable Exactly. like it's really it's really not what can what like what do you think we could do on just like a like a a true like molecular level because clearly like the agenda is fucked and like that's just that's a like a whirling thunderstorm but like what do you feel like you can do like for yourself i think that like i just continue to exist without apologizing Mm. i try to exist without defending and i did a lot of defending here like you know what i mean i've done a lot of defending here and i'm gonna be like swirling about that like don't you don't have to defend you don't have to defend but like to just like just exist and like and and try to tell as many people as possible who look like me or other than me like you do not have to defend your existence to any goddamn yeah and i feel like and i feel like the reason that i brought you on here was absolutely not to defend Mm -hmm. it was to educate because Mm -hmm. i feel like what i can do is educate myself better and broaden my horizons more Mm -hmm. like actually take the time to listen to what black people are saying take the time to listen to what disabled people are saying like take the time to really like think about it and actually take it in and care about it like actually listen and I think what did I where's oh yeah what is health to you and for me like this literally had nothing to do with eating or anything I said being able to wake up in the morning and make decisions that come from a place of love for yourself and happiness in your life and I cannot do that at this point pretty much i would say 95 percent of the decisions that i make are based on what my best friends are doing what my mom might think and what 
the what are the cutest things that I'm seeing on Instagram right now like I cannot I feel like I've gotten to a point where I need to actively be like we're gonna do this because we want to like the idea of like like I slept till 10 today and I was like we're doing this because it's okay mm-hmm. like it's okay to I'm like on summer vacation I'm like getting my fucking master's degree like it's okay like and I had when I had chips and guac last night and I was like we're gonna do this like mm-hmm. it's like it's like jumping off a cliff for me to like enjoy myself because I feel like like you what you were saying about how like when you eat a cupcake people are like oh she like look at that fat girl eating a cupcake like for me I feel those things about every single thing I'm doing where I'm like everyone I feel like everyone is watching me but like clearly I'm self-absorbed so everybody else is probably a little self-absorbed too (laughs) so why the fuck do they care about what I'm doing but then at the same time there are people who do care about what the fuck you're doing and like I guess how do you like how do you combat that like mentally and like outwardly like what do you what do you do for yourself like what do you do for your culture mm-hmm. um th- there are times that it gets like too much right there are mm-hmm. times that it gets like too much and i can't do it and there are days that i don't want to encounter the world as a fat black woman there mm-hmm. are days that i'm like i don't want to have to do the thing today like i just really don't want to have to do the thing where i'm always like reassuring people that my existence is okay right and that that's the annoying part that's the frustrating part is that you are like as a fat person as a black person as a woman you are always defending yourself against the world being like how i am and what i exist as is absolutely okay like um I think it was uh, Laverne Cox, that beautiful trans woman of color who's on um, Orange is the New Black. Uh-huh. She said one time, and it has like rung in my head like a bell, like every time I start to feel down about myself. She says, who you authentically are is okay. It's the shame that'll kill you. Mm. And like that's, and I have to remind myself all the time that there's no need for me to be ashamed of anything that I just authentically am. If I wake up in the morning and I exist that way, there's n- there's no need to be ashamed of it. And you do you do you ever doubt that? Yeah, all the time. Like I because like I said, the world is the world is not set up for me to not have doubt in it. God, that's so good. How the fuck are we gonna live in this world? <laughs> like sometimes right. I think that shit. So okay, so last question that I want to talk about is, what does beauty mean to you? And I'm gonna give you my answer first. <laughs> okay my because this was honest I went like total honesty with these Mm. and I just wrote I have no idea honestly Mm. because I feel like there's no place for a genuine feeling of beauty to me because who am I supposed to listen to am I supposed to listen to like the magazines am I supposed to listen to like top 30 things to make you a unicorn like (laughs) am I supposed to listen to my mom am I supposed to listen to my loving boyfriend who tries to tell me that no matter what I'm beautiful like how how am I supposed to go through life when internally I feel like something is wrong and I think more so nowadays what I'm feeling is wrong is that I'm like doing these things and I'm like doing them for me Mm -hmm. and I'm like looking over my shoulder like is everyone okay with this like (laughs) how fucking weird is that like why can't I just live for myself and like so I just feel like 
haven't really found my beauty yet mm-hmm. and I'm still I'm still on that journey but I'm curious to hear what you think about it um I feel like beauty is infinitely many things and that like I want to and this is gonna sound like so hokey and like whatever like ultimately everyone is beautiful is that there's like they may not be attractive to you, but ultimately everyone is beautiful because what I feel honestly that beauty is, is it's, this is going to be so poetic and ridiculous, but whatever. Yes, <laughs> do it. <laughs> I feel like beauty is ultimately that thing that you encounter in the world that like makes silence make sense and makes you stand up a little bit straighter and you notice it you you will see it like when you see something that you genuinely find beautiful and not like this is society has that i have this wash of like what beauty like okay for example the kardashians are not beautiful to me i don't understand why everybody wants to look like them they look insane to me but they are held to this high standard of like aesthetic beauty right like they but they don't make silence make sense to me. They don't make me stand up straight. Like there is a thing that like when you encounter it, when you see it and you see it in somebody's eyes or you whatever you see about them and you're like, "Oh, like that little like sigh of like, mm, it's a thing. It's a thing that you can encounter viscerally." So it's like a personal yeah. it's a personal experience. Sing- yeah, beauty is definitely a personal experience because like there are days when I wake up I'm like, "Bitch, you are fugly today. Like you got to work this shit." <laughs> out sis like your hair is a mess your eyelashes are bad like why are your eyebrows doing that thing like you need to slap some lipstick on this pig and go out into the world like there are days but then there are other moments where I'm like just about to get to bed and my hair is pulled back and like there's no makeup on my face at all and I'm like you know what bitch you as pretty as fuck like you know what I mean so it's like it's like that thing where you like see something that you have this reaction to that like you're like, you know, goodness. I'm like, and I and I think that I like settled on that idea of beauty with like this guy that I was seeing. Is that like I remember just like wanting to stare at him all the time. Like I just like wanted to stare at him all the time. I thought his skin was like the most gorgeous thing in the world. I thought that like his smile was perfect and his eyes were perfect. Like I just was like, this guy is. I just want to stare at you because, and I just want to, and he would be like, what are you looking at? Like, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. And like, I wouldn't have anything to say other than like, you are beautiful. Like all that, like, and you know, men, especially masculinity being as fragile as it is, (laughs) cannot take being called beautiful. And it took him a while to like deal with it, to like orient his head around the fact that I found him beautiful and not like handsome or fine or whatever. I'm like, no, you are actually just beautiful. And like, it took me a while for me to like, and, and where we like came to an agreement on it is that he realized that he was feeling the same way about me. Like he also thought that I was just like, beautiful like you are just beautiful like I like looking at you you are pretty like you are beautiful and I'm like that's what I feel when I look at you and that was the thing is that like we would just look at each other and be like you are beautiful and there's no other like like there was nothing else to put on it it was just what it was and so I feel like that's where it comes from and that's like that's why you can find things like flowers or music or water beautiful is because it's just that thing that makes like 
silence happen and you stand up straight or like when you hear your name called it's like a bell that rings somewhere Hmm. that's like yeah Hmm. I think that's what beauty is I think that's a really good way of thinking about it this was really really insightful for me (laughs) yeah do you have any advice for people of the fat culture or of the thin and still whining culture (laughs) that you just want to leave us with just like what's your go-to when it comes to just like those days where you're feeling like a badass and somebody just tries to ruin it for you like what is your what's like what's your go-to um my go-to is like I said that you know to never allow anybody to shame me like there is nothing to be ashamed of at all and like there's just nothing to be ashamed of you just you are who you are and who you are in every iteration of yourself is absolutely okay you can want to change that but I want you to understand that changing that doesn't mean that what you were was bad what you were was fine yeah and being something new is also fine yeah and changing from that is also fine and I feel like those decisions should be made based off of like that feeling inside of you not based off of like what somebody else is doing or what exactly you're not broken there's nothing to fix yeah there might be things you want to change but there's nothing there's nothing wrong with you you don't have to fix anything thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it it's the greatest thing to hear (laughs) all this insight because it's just going to get me get me to a place where I'm learning and I'm Mm -hmm. broadening and I feel like maybe for you like you just got a chance to be like hey like (laughs) here I am like just unapologetically like just like a place where you can advocate for Mm -hmm. yourself without and not defending like just saying who you are so thank you so much for coming on (laughs) it was great to have you it's great to be here yay yay Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you got something really awesome out of this episode. Whether it be learning something new about the world of Bopo, feeling empowered to start your own journey of self-love, or just getting some perspective on what others might be going through when it comes to this kind of stuff. I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Camila for coming on the show and having this conversation. If you like this first episode, we're going to have some more for you coming up. We're going to try to put out episodes every two weeks. And uh, if you're listening to this, clearly you already found out about us. But if you want to be able to tell other people where to find us, here's what you can say. You can find episodes of Who Knows on YouTube and SoundCloud and hopefully soon on the podcast app on iTunes. This podcast is hosted and produced by me, Taylor Dankovich, edited and co-produced by Maria Wortel. Our music this week is by Colin Nance and Chris Williams. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can send an email to podcastwhoknows at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We are always taking suggestions about things to talk about on the show. Uh, We want to talk about everything. So let us know what you want to hear about. We also have an Instagram page, which is at whoknowspodcast. Um, That'll be a really good place to find out about what our next episodes are going to be and other updates we might want to send out there. Thanks again for listening. Who knows who's out there, but you rock and I love you. Thank you so much.
I don't know how to end this. Uh, yeah. What? What? Uh, uh, uh. Dun, dun, dun. We did it. The first episode of Who Knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going in there. Whatever. Pfft. <laughs>